You are listening to Power Talk with Dr. Norman Thomas, sponsored by New Life Church International, a church for all nations. In your heart and in your spirit, and to practice that power beyond the walls of this church. Yes, the Bible says you shall be endued with power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you need the Spirit of God working in you. But if you go back to Isaiah, you were talking about how he will teach you to profit, prosper. And everything with the scripture that pastor's talking about, there's one key thing that is sticking out to me. If you don't have a relationship with Jesus, how is he going to do that? Yes. You have to have a relationship with the Lord. And if you have a relationship with God, if you're talking to God, then God can download to you his plans. And then as he starts to download his plans, God has a way of making everything happen for you. And so just hitting on the, on the poverty, the Bible says my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So if he could keep us ignorant, if he could keep us uneducated, if he could keep us, um, instead of being full of faith, full of fear, full of unbelief, he's going to keep you in poverty. If, if he keeps you thinking that, well, I wasn't born in the right family, I wasn't born in the right city, I wasn't born in the right community, I didn't go to the right schools. If, if the devil could sell you on those lies, then you're never going to get ahead. Okay, so y'all, y'all, y'all tell me this one. Your, your environment does affect you, but your environment doesn't have to keep you down. Amen. What about Joseph in the Bible? He was in a prison, yeah. but he prospered in that prison. Yeah. They put him over everything in the prison. So even though he was in a prison, he was running that prison. And God wants you to be the head and not the tail. One thing we talked about yesterday, we were just talking about today. And I would say this. If you want to overcome poverty, you want to move forward in life. I wouldn't get caught up in where you are right now. What I would do is start investing in myself. And I would start in getting in that word and finding everything in that word that God has for me that wants me to succeed. Because when the word gets in you, the word's going to go to work. And when that word starts to go to work, that word's going to bear some fruit. But here's the thing. It takes time to bear fruit. If you go plant a garden, you have to give that garden time for it to grow before you're going to see a harvest. So don't worry about where you're at. Let's, let's think about where we're going. How are we going to get there? Because if I can start changing me, I'm going to change where I'm going. Yeah. You, you, you started talking out about the idea of being surrendered to God and yielding to him. That's for people who are not born again. But it's also for people who are born again. That's right. Got activated. Because you can give your life to God and what we call get saved. But if you're not yielded after being saved, God still can't guide you or lead you. So one of the things that happened for you 
you talked to me about this lady that spoke words to you and the, the reason you were in that position to receive those words from that lady is because you were yielded to God. Can you tell us about that? So you're talking and something came to my mind and I, I'm going to give it to you how I feel the Lord's giving it to me because it's kind of like Joseph, you know, you know that God's dropping these nuggets right here as we're, as we're talking. So I want to put, I want, I'm going to go into that and I want to put a little, I want to put some, just some pressure on this. <clears throat> the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost, the world is going to downplay the Holy Ghost, but the Holy Ghost is your greatest asset that you have going for you. That is your ticket out of here. The Bible says, I will send a comforter in my name, and the Bible's talking about the Holy Ghost, and yeah. you need the Holy Ghost, because if you get the Holy Ghost, you're going to be able to do all these things that we're talking about. So this lady, Elaine Gradney, she lives in Westlake, or we attended church together in Westlake, and I was 18 years old. And she was instrumental in praying for me when God filled me with the Holy Ghost. Uh, he filled me with the Spirit, started talking in tongues, and it was an amazing experience. Well, the Lord used this lady to help me. And I'm going to press on this right now, too, because of the world that we live in. You have a black man and a white man right here that is unified in the kingdom of God, okay? Yeah. This lady... Is a black lady, and I said, how you want me to say? She said, don't call me African American. She said, I'm black. I said, okay, so I'm going to just, that's what she told me to say, okay? <laughs> and so I'm telling you what she told me. And, and, but if I was a blind man and a prejudiced man, I would have missed one of the biggest uh, gifts of my life, but God used this black lady to come give me a word. And so she not only helped me to get uh, my salvation right, but she gave me direction. She gave me instruction. And this is what she pulled me aside. I was 18 years old and it's a Wednesday night at church and she's telling me she said um, uh, I need to talk to you she said but take your time go visit with your friends and she said when um, she said I'll be waiting for you and I said no let's go talk and she sat me on the pew and she said she said honey she says I'm being serious what I have to tell you and I said yes ma'am she said for two weeks the Lord kept me up praying for you and she said, you need to pray every day for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And she says, I don't know why. She said, but the Lord told me you need to go to school for business. And I was not going to school for business. That was the furthest thing on my mind. I thought that, you know, it, that was boring. I wasn't geared like that. But what I did not know was the giftings that God had put in me. They had not manifested yet. And so I go to college, and it was a struggle at first. Um, but I ended up excelling to the point I get a phone call one day from my professor, and they said, you're getting an award. And I was, I was like, I was really confused because I didn't sign up for anything and I had no idea what this lady was talking about. And she said, the professors and the dean and the College of Business got together and we created an award for you. She said, you are going to be the first one in McNeese to get the Entrepreneur of the Year Award. Wow. And they don't give, you, they don't give it every year. 
the only, it is only for people that they identify that are entrepreneurs that they are actually doing it. And, and I was working for my dad at the time and also had a little seasoning company and I was doing other things. But when I was in, when I was in school, they would teach lectures, but I would go apply them. Mm -hmm. And they saw what I was doing, which brings me to another point. You can't just get the knowledge. You have to apply this knowledge. You have to put it to work. Yeah. And the word, the word is going to work. The, the, the amazing thing about this is you're just the vessel. Actually, the word is going to do the heavy lifting. God just needs a vessel to work through. That's right. He just needs you to work through. So you know what? When the word says what's impossible with man is possible with God, here's why. Because man don't have the Holy Ghost working through them. But when you can get the Holy Ghost working through you, you're going to do what they, they're like, how does he do that? He makes it look so easy because I ain't doing it. That's the Holy Ghost doing it through That's me. Right. That's, That's right. the word of God working through me. Yeah. So... Okay, so here's what happens. We can have an idea, and we say, you know what? I think I'm going to go to school and get a degree in this particular area. Now, that's our idea. Right. Now, I hear music somewhere. I don't know where that is, but, but that's our idea. That's not, that may not be God's idea. But when God's idea is for you to go to school, he'll speak that idea to you like he did for Nick. He, and he has various ways in which he can do that. And when you do it, it prospers. So that is, when he refers to wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, that's God's wisdom, that's God's knowledge, and that's God's understanding. That's just not your wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. That's wisdom, knowledge, and understanding on a higher level. Let me read you this scripture it's in Proverbs chapter 2 and verse 7. Proverbs chapter 2, verse 7. And we're going to talk about this and we'll go to a break. It says, God hides away sound and godly wisdom and he stores it up for the righteous. Now that's, that's distinguishing you as a believer from someone who is not a believer. The believer is the righteous. And that's a whole nother teaching. But just take my word for it. If you're born again, you're righteous. Amen. And you're not righteous because you've chosen to be. You're righteous because God made you that way. Okay. So now, anyway, look what he says. I'm going to store up wisdom for them. I'm going to hide wisdom for them. For those who are righteous. So in the kingdom, you and I as believers, we have access to wisdom that people in the world don't have. And in business, or as an entrepreneur, say, that takes us out of having to compete with the world because we have the ability through this wisdom to dominate the marketplace without competing. So... <clears throat> And I want you to talk about what happens to a Christian businessman when he gets caught up in the web of competing with the world. Well, in his notes, when he, he, he wrote that sentence talking about 
dominating instead of competing. And I thought it was interesting because we've never had this conversation, but I will tell you how my mindset, how my mindset is. First of all, after the Lord filled me with his spirit, I started getting thoughts that I never got before. And I told you that yesterday. I remember ideas would come, and I was like, where in the world did that come from? I was like, because I don't think like that. But that's the Lord downloading that's right. that kind of stuff. And so I, when you go to school, or, but for business, you're, you're getting taught about competition. And in the world, there is, comp there is competition, so don't kid yourself on that. However, I'm not worried about my competition if I'm walking with God. Because God's the one who's putting together my strategies and my plans. And God's the one that is staking out my territory for me. So, if I go to thinking like the world with competition, then I'm dumbing myself down and getting on their level. That's right. Okay? That's right. But if I stay in the Word... And you go to Deuteronomy chapter 28, he says, I'm going to make you the head and not the tail. Why am I worried about the competition? If I do what God wants me to do, God is going to sustain me. For more inspiration, visit our YouTube channel at Dr. Norman Thomas.